Hi, it's Caroline, and you're listening to Get a Clue, Stories of Business. This is my podcast about change management, restructuring, and transformation. And today I want to talk about Edgar Schein. He is not amongst us anymore. He died in January of 2023 at age 94. However, one of his tools still lives on, and it's a very useful tool. It's the model of organizational culture. Now, some of you may not have heard about Mr. Shine yet. He was not your regular guy. He was a creative thinker. He was a professor of organizational psychology and management, and he worked for MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Well, as we know, uh, the famous management thinker Peter Drucker said that culture eats strategy for breakfast. Every time I think about this image, I, you know, um, conjure up images of uh, plants that actually eat flies. I just find that image very helpful. And because culture is so important, but often so underestimated in modern organizations, I want to dedicate some time to helping you understand Edgar Schein's model of organizational culture. His model centers on three different layers. So the first layer is basic assumptions. The second one is values. And the third one is artifacts and creations. When we actually look at that model, we quickly see that it's easy to implement the model. I actually recommend to my senior clients doing any transformation project to dedicate two hours to thinking through the model, ideally in a joint workshop, because it's so um, neat and so easy to just use the model and really reflect on the current culture. But also, if you're going through a transformation and you want to make sure that the future culture, let's say, is more grounded in the organizational reality, proposes values of transparencies, admitting when you make a mistake, collaboration and innovation, it is worth your time at the senior level, at the middle management level, at the employee level to think through Edgar Schein's culture model. So without further ado, let's dive into the culture model. As I said, it has three layers. The first layer is basic assumptions. The second one is values. And the third one is artifacts and creations. So what does it mean when we actually look at the basic assumptions? We consider and identify any assumptions, so pretty much beliefs about the environment, how individuals and group within an organization should behave, but also any kind of like prohibition. So what's a total taboo? What is a no-go? When I think about these basic assumptions, I quickly consider, you know, my own experience. So in the past, I worked for management consulting firms and maybe some of the basic assumptions were that you got to work hard and play hard or that the client is king or we are the elite or uh, we're the only division within this particular corporation that knows how to come up with solutions or also something like, we process the intellectual prowess to advise anyone or let's say only the best managed to enter our ranks. So these are assumptions. Other assumptions could be we um, um, only um, interact with managers who um, are as quick as we are when it comes to identifying solutions 
Or maybe a basic assumption is also it's us against the rest of the world. That's a tricky one, but let's get back to that one later. Then the second layer of Shine's model is all about values. So maybe a value is honesty. Maybe a value is transparency. Maybe a value is diversity and inclusivity do matter. Or maybe a value is also something like in our firm, salary information is made publicly available. Think about other values. So maybe a value is that each employee has the same rights and the same responsibility. It doesn't matter whether it's somebody that's a salesperson or somebody that's part of the board. Or maybe another value is authenticity and also behavior modeling. So we um, act in a way that is congruent with our culture and with the future culture that we espouse. Now, let's move to the third layer, artifacts and creations. So these are visible manifestations of the culture. This could be a dress code. It could be which cars senior leaders actually drive or also what type of language and behavioral code is accepted. For instance, I served a private equity company a long, long time ago as a PA. I was a freelancer. I needed the money. And some of the um, um, artifacts and creations where that senior leadership drove Maseratis or uh, had expensive watches. But maybe it's also artifacts such as the door to everybody's office was always open, open so that uh, the general culture was such that you were able to, you know, easily access everybody and have a good conversation about companies to buy, exit strategies, or anything around that. What else? Well, when does going through the culture model by Edgar Schein actually helps you? It might even also help you when you have to make up your mind whether you as an employee want to stay with your current company or not. So for instance, I helped my former boyfriend to think through the culture model when he had to make up his mind whether he should quit or not. And it actually helped him understand that in fact he should quit because the culture was just not a fit for him. So even when you consider future employ employers, so whether you actually want to apply for a job with a company or not, I recommend that you conduct informational interviews with people that already work for the company and ask them questions about the culture. I wrote an article about culture uh, last year in 2023, and I actually titled it um, organizational culture is like pink cotton candy. It is fluffy, but sticky. And let's not forget that as management thinker, Peter Drucker said, culture eats strategy for breakfast. So if your culture is not healthy, if it doesn't, let's say a spirit of co collaboration and innovation, then you have an issue. Culture also comes in Hindi, or let's say, Reviewing your culture also comes in handy when you're in the middle of a corporate scandal. Think Enron uh, or think Volkswagen and Dieselgate. So every single time that you really have to take a very honest look at culture, it is crucial to review the organizational culture model. When I consider some of my past experiences, I only in hindsight, after I had already quit the company, 
uh, actually reflected on organizational culture. And some of the insights that I had were that, in fact, the organizational culture was not a match for me and that it would have been helpful for me even before joining that company to talk to more current employers, uh, employees of the organization to better understand the organizational culture. I might have learned quickly that meritocracy was a thing on paper. So maybe it was a value that was highly promoted on all of the you know, uh, employee branding websites of the firm, but maybe it was not a lived value. So culture really is all about the lived culture and not the culture that is being, you know, suggested to you, presented to you on, you know, the glossy flyers of a company. Now, when you go through a transformation, when you go through a change process, it is crucial to take a look at culture and to go through a, let's say, multi-layered exercise of defining the future culture. And as I said before, I find it very helpful to not only look at the current culture, but to um, come up with a vision for the future culture, because then basically you can create a transformation map, right? You can look at the future culture, and then you can also look at the current culture, and then you can come up with a roadmap on how to get there. And uh, because culture is something that needs to be implemented at various levels of the organization, especially when you think about your target culture, so the future culture, I think it's best to conduct culture workshops with regular employees, maybe with um, employees who represent the company, say sales reps, right? So that represent the company to the outside world, but then also with middle management, with experts, and of course, last but not least, the board. As I mentioned before, Edgar Schein's culture model is so easy to apply that I do recommend it to my clients because you can pretty much talk about it within two hours. And by mind mapping the current culture, but also already thinking through the future culture, you engage in a joint creative activity. You can use a whiteboard. You can ask the members of the or the participants of the workshop to use uh, post-its and to brainstorm the future culture, but also take stock of the current culture to come up with what I mentioned before, the roadmap to get to the future culture. Culture is fluffy. I totally agree. It is not easy to think through culture and to actually capture it. Nonetheless, culture is also part of the um, employee proposition. So basically, you know, the selling point or the selling pitch that you have when you want to hire people and have them work with the organization. Thus, it is crucial to look at culture, to understand it well, and to also make some changes to it when necessary. That's it for today. I hope that you enjoyed my podcast about Edgar Schein and his organizational culture model. If you have ever actually applied the culture model, then I'd be keen to find out what your insights are. And as always, if you have any feedback or comments for me, I'm very grateful to receive them. And thanks so much for listening.